We've got two games to talk about on today's show. Monday night's outstanding performance by Jordan Montgomery. Is he the best acquisition at the trade deadline this year in all of Major League Baseball, not just for the Cardinals? Then there's game one of the doubleheader today against the Cubs with Adam Wainwright on the mound. Plus, we've got the farm report today where we check in on the Cardinals' top prospects, including Jordan Walker, who had another big week for Springfield. All of it on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinal fans. I'm J.D. Haffern. I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, lifetime Cardinals fan, and I am your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe and comment so you can interact with us. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. First, I want to say I'm sorry for the delay in getting today's episode out to you. Things get screwed up when it comes to doubleheader times. Uh, I feel like there's no point in putting something out to you guys in the morning when everything is going to change early on in the afternoon. And then life just kind of happens. And so there was a little bit of a delay as uh, I had some personal things I had to take care of. But we're good now. We've got an episode coming your way, so let's get started into it. Um, we'll start at last night's game, Monday night's game, Jordan Montgomery. Holy crap, right? After getting the sweep over the Diamondbacks, the Cardinals headed to Chicago to face the Cubs for a five-game in four-day series. When an anomaly like this pops up on the schedule, you know that pitching is going to be quite important. Okay, you need to maximize your pitchers and milk everything you can out of them. You'll have to be prepared to sometimes stick with the guy, maybe maybe a tad bit longer than you normally would, because you need every pitch from every single arm to stretch as far as you can. Basically, you're 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 managing a budget. Okay, to put it into terms for us normal folks who aren't you know, <laughs> professional baseball players or work in professional baseball, you're managing a budget. The pitchers and their arms, they're, they're your wallet. And the pitchers' pitches are your currency. The idea is you want to buy up as many outs as you can without burning through all of your currency. So when you get an outing like you did from Jordan Montgomery on Monday night, boy, does that help ease the pressure on your staff and, of course, the bullpen. Jordan Montgomery dominated the Cubs on Monday, throwing what is called a Maddox. Now, for those of you who are unaware, a Maddox is a complete game shutout on fewer than 100 pitches. Doesn't happen very often. Hall of Famer Greg Maddox, who was my favorite pitcher growing up, the inspiration for the name. Accomplished that feat 13 times since 1988. By the way, side note, most of us who are old enough to remember Greg Maddox just in general, you remember his days with the Cubs when he started, then he went to the Braves, freaking dominant, wins all the Cy Youngs. I honestly forgot that he played for the Dodgers at one point. I swear. I I forgot he played with the Dodgers in 2006 and then again in 2008. Now, I do remember him with the Padres just for a little bit, but I totally forgot he was an LA Dodger at one point. I'm like, wow, because I was just kind of going through his stats. Just, yeah, you go through, you see how good he was over the years. And then I'm like, wait, what? Dodgers? When did he? What? He did? 
I was just kind of blown away by that. So um, good for you if you remember him doing that. Of course, if you weren't aware, the Cardinals pitching coach is Mike Maddox, who is Greg's older brother, but I'm sure you knew that. Anyways, back to Montgomery. Masterful. Allows just one run to reach base, and that was a double in the bottom of the third by Christopher Morrell. And that was it, man. No more hits. No walks. Nada. Zip. Zilch. He retired the final 19 batters of the game. And all in all, retired 27 of 28 hitters he faced. He strikes out seven. Didn't walk a batter, which you know I love. Extended his streak of innings without a free pass to 15. This was also the first complete game of Jordan Montgomery's career, which began in 2017 when he was with the New York Yankees. Now, after the game, manager Ali Marmol talked about how big his performance was, saying, man, that was exactly what we needed. Outside of him just fitting in well and performing, he embraces competition, and this was a perfect example of it. We needed some length out of our starter because our pin was real thin going into the game. For him to give up one hit and go nine innings, that's a pretty special outing. Now, the thin quote, I'm assuming, has to deal with their all-star closer, Ryan Housley, who was not available due to the birth of his first child. Congratulations, Ryan Housley, by the way. But according to uh, MLB.com's John Denton, he should be back with the team on Wednesday. Now, when Montgomery was asked about the game that he just threw, he said, I play baseball to compete. I enjoy pitching and competing. I have faith in my stuff, and you're going to hit a sinker into the ground. I don't understand what the narrative is about me because I've been a good pitcher my whole career. I expect a lot out of myself. I think my stuff plays, and you can always count on me competing out there. Does he sound a tad bit cocky there? Which is fine, by the way. That's not, nothing wrong with that. I like that he believes in himself. I like that he's got a little chip on his shoulder. I mean, I'm thinking he's pissed that he got traded from the Yankees in the first place. And it's like, wait, why am I getting shipped? to the Cardinals. Not that the Cardinals are a bad thing, but he was a Yankee. Had been a Yankee the whole time. Thinks he's a good pitcher on a really good team. Why are they trading me? All right, well, I'll show you, New York. And he has so far. What a pickup he's been for the Cardinals since acquiring him at the very end of the trade deadline. Remember that? He was like one of the last deals that got announced before the deadline hit on August 2nd. Uh, his record, 4-0. Mentioned that already. ERA is down to 0.35. Montgomery has allowed just one earned run in 13 hits over 25 and two-thirds innings while striking out 24 compared to just three walks. So far, he's been the best pitching acquisition at the trade deadline. Heck, maybe just the best player overall. Got me thinking. Let's go see some of these numbers that these other people have put up and not just pitchers. I'm talking about the hitters too. So let's start with the pitchers though because that's an obvious thing we should go into. Frankie Montas of the Yankees so far. 0-1, 9 ERA and 3 starts. Noah Syndergaard, Philadelphia, 3-0, 3.60 ERA and 4 starts. Not bad, not bad at all. He has faced the Reds twice, by the way. Uh, Tyler Malley, former Red, goes to Minnesota, 1-0, 2.51 ERA and 3 starts. Pretty good, right? But now he's on the 15-day DL with right shoulder inflammation. Luis Castillo, who was the crown jewel of all of the pitchers who were going to be acquired and traded at the deadline, one and one, 3.16 ERA and four starts for Seattle. Hitting-wise, you've got Juan Soto. I know, we all wanted Juan Soto. Well, most of us did, not everybody. If you look at the comments section on YouTube, there's a lot of people who are like, so glad we didn't get him. Well, he's hitting 286, just two home runs, four RBIs since joining the Padres. Brandon Drury went from the Reds to the Padres, hitting 212, three home runs, 14 RBIs, pretty good. Uh, Joey Gallo. Now, who thought that Joey Gallo getting moved from the Yankees and going to the Dodgers would be such a big deal? But it's worked out for L.A. 267, three home runs, five RBIs. 
he was a guy that I was interested in too, that maybe the, the Cardinals could take a flyer on at one point, uh, just to see how he would do. I probably a bad idea. He strikes out a ton, but still, I just, I, I see the talent that he's got in him, the power, the defensive capabilities, the cannon arm. And I'm just like, Oh, somebody can fix this dude. He's got the tools, man. Uh, Andrew Benintendi, who went to the Yankees, 228, one home run, nine RBIs. So not that great. Uh, those are some of the bigger names that were moved. And I tell you what, I'm taking Jordan Montgomery all day, every day. If you're, if you're asking me which one I want out of, if I could have my pick of the litter there, you see those numbers. Wow. How about another fun stat for us nerds? Let's throw it out there. Fewest runs allowed in first four starts with a team since at least 1901. Minimum 25 innings pitched, mind you. 1907, George McQuillan, Philadelphia. One run. 1981, Fernando Valenzuela with the Dodgers. Remember, Fernando Mania went crazy. 1981, he allowed one. 2016, Kenta Maeda, Dodgers as well. One run. And now you can add Jordan Montgomery to the list. 2022 with the Cardinals, one run. Pretty darn good. Offensively on Monday, the Cardinals didn't have much going on. They got just four hits, but one of those hits kind of stood out a little bit. That would have been number 693 for one Albert Pujols. Career home run, 693, another shot. Uh, in his first at bat, he whacked one off the ivy in left field. Very long single because Albert can't run anymore, but 106.1 miles per hour. Exit Velo, that's crazy. Uh, if you had gotten any lift on it whatsoever, that one would have been over the wall. Uh, proves he's got some human left in him in his next at bat when he hits into a double play. Top of the seventh inning, it's a 0-0 score. Pujols leads off, and he slams a 1-2 pitch off of Drew Smiley that's not even close to being a strike. Like Smiley said after the game, he's like, I threw it up here. That's exactly where I wanted it. Maybe a little more in. I should have thrown it a little more in to jam him, son, but... I, I was trying to get him to chase the ball up in the zone. Eye level. And Pujols drives it over the center field wall. 14th home run of the season. 693 on the career, giving them a one to nothing lead. With that home run, he ties Barry Bonds for the most pitchers homered off of in the history of Major League Baseball. When pairing the homer with the liner off the wall, he now records his 940th multi-hit game of his career. That's good for 10th in ALNL history. Uh, awesome game if you love pitching and defense. Albert provides another special moment offensively to make it all worthwhile. Gives the Cards their eighth win in a row, 70th victory of the season, but can't last forever, can it? Things come crashing to a halt this afternoon as the offense was stalled again, and even Albert couldn't get them out of it. We'll talk about it next. Now, as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Know that. It doesn't cost you anything. It's free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then you add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. To spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and eventually, hopefully, hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to, and they help you do it faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on MLB. 
That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB so you can post your job for free. Terms and conditions may apply. So the Cardinals and Cubs were back at it this afternoon in game one of a doubleheader. And if you thought last night's pitching matchup favored the Cardinals, then today's really stood out to you. The Cardinals are sitting 17-year vet Adam Wainwright to the mound in search of his 10th win of the season. Been phenomenal the last couple of games. No hit type of stuff out of him. And he's going up against 25-year-old rookie right-hander Javier Assad. The man has the word ass in his name. Got to be a good sign, right? Making his major league debut. He's got to be overwhelmed. He's got to take on Pujols. He's got to go against Adam Wainwright, the first place Cardinals. He's going to be scared poopless. That's not exactly what, what happened. Um, Assad, just eight years old when Wainwright made his major league debut, by the way. He had Yachty behind the plate. Molina and Wainwright's 321st as a duo, three shy of the all-time record. Uh, before we get into the game, footnote, the Cardinals did make some moves pitching-wise. Uh, Matthew Liberator has been selected as the additional 27th man on the roster for the doubleheader, recalled from AAA Memphis. The team also re-signed veteran left-hander TJ McFarland to a minor league contract. He'd been, remo uh, been removed from the roster earlier this month. We'll report to AAA Memphis. So TJ's still in the system now in case they need a left-hander, which I don't know if they actually do. I mean, you've seen... Packy Naughton struggle a little bit here and there, but uh, Jojo Romero, remember that name. We're going to get to that here in just a bit. But back to today's game. It was another pitcher's duel at Wrigley, which isn't normal, actually. Offenses usually thrive in Chicago when gusting, and they talk about it during the, the telecast all the time, whether it's blowing in, blowing out, it's swirling, whatever. But after the one nothing game last night, very little offense again today for both teams. Cardinals get shut out today, 2 to nothing in game one. The chances... We're there for the Cardinals, though. Lars Newbar leads off the game with a double, got to third on a wild pitch, but was thrown at at home plate on a grounder back to the first baseman by Goldie. Third inning, Assad walked Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado to load the bases for rookie Nolan Gorman. He grounds out. Bottom of three is when the Cubs got both of their runs. Uh, Christopher Morrell hits a leadoff single. McKinstry singles. Morrell goes to third. Then there's a chopper that it hits, and it's like it goes off a turf. It may have hit the plate, I guess but it's a chopper and it goes over Adam Wainwright's glove. Even after he jumped for it, Adam Wainwright is six, seven and this ball bounced up and over him. Even when he jumped, that's how high this thing went run scores. They do get the out at first. Gorman makes a nice little play. Throws about at first, but uh, one, nothing Cubs. Then uh Hap walks first and second. You got one out. Uh, say a Suzuki hits one up the middle. Another one that this one doesn't go over way no, but it deflects off his glove. One that you clearly thought he would have normally. You could tell he was upset that he didn't get it. it goes into center. Another run comes around. Great pitches. Got the grounders he needed, but they miraculously find holes through Wayno's ginormous frame. He's frustrated. You can tell. He's like, dude, this just uh, sucks. They're not even hitting the ball hard off me. Adam didn't have his good stuff today. He walked four and was battling the whole time. Gave the Cardinals six innings, though. But just no offense. No offense for the good guys in this one. In the fourth inning, Pujols' leadoff double didn't amount to much as he to get past second base when Assad retires the next three batters. Three different innings, the Cardinals stranded at least two runners. In uh, what may have been a tipping point of how the day would go, at least it was one of those where I'm like, it's going to be one of these days, huh? Top of the fifth, Newt hits another leadoff double. Dude's awesome. Love you, Newt. Uh, Donovan walks. Great at bat. You're set up. 
Goldie, Arenado, Gorman coming up. Two on. Nobody out. Chance to do some damage. Goldie whiffs. Gets, gets, gets swings on a slider. A little bit low. What do you got to do? <laughs> I mean, it's Paul Goldsmith. He's having a career year. He, he just loses this at bat. Arenado then pops up. Did that a couple times today on the infield. And then Gorman flies out. Threats vanquished. Three different innings. The Cardinals strand at least two runners, but could never get anyone across. They get just five hits. They draw four walks. No real energy today. And I even tweeted out about this. I was like, it just has this feeling. Even though it was only two to nothing, it felt like it was five to nothing. Like it just felt like a deeper hole than it really was. Outside of Newt Bar hitting those two doubles, just nothing. Nothing really going on. Um, even the excitement of Albert coming up to the plate, possibly setting records and doing his thing. Just really no energy today. It was bizarre. Arenado, Gorman, DeYoung, Yachty, Carlson. Excuse me. Combined 0 for 17. 0 for 17. Yeah, just ugh. One bright spot was the second appearance in a Cardinal uniform by Jojo Romero. Told you I'd come back to this. He came in and gave the Cardinals two clean innings in the seventh and the eighth. One strikeout. He looks good. He looks good. I like him so far. Um, the Cardinals lost. They did. Winning streak. Snap. It's over. Yes, the offense has one run in the first two games against the Cubs, but good thing they've only used three, pitcher, three pitchers thus far, which uh, sets them up nicely for tonight's game with Jake Woodford getting the start against Adrian Sampson. Now that the Major League roster is out of the way, let's head down to the minors for our weekly farm report and check in on the top prospects for the Cardinals. Now, there was a uh, reshuffling of the MLB.com prospect ranking, so there was some movement uh, as far as because people were getting called up, people got traded, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Jordan Walker is still the number one prospect in the Cardinals system. Easy. Uh, he goes up from number seven to number six overall in Major League Baseball. He had a big week on Wednesday. He went one for four with a run scored. But on Thursday, he goes two for four, two home runs, drives in three. It's the fourth time this season that he's hit two home runs in, um, in one game. So he's doing that. Like when he's on, he's on it. That's, I mean, four times in one season for multi-home run games. Pretty good. Uh, Friday was one for two. Saturday, one for two with a solo homer, two runs scored. And uh, also, and this is something that you got to point out, too, is that now he's moving. He's not playing on the infield at all anymore, I don't think. I think he's in the outfield exclusively now and uh, was playing right field in this one. Threw a guy out at second base who was trying to leg one out, went off the wall, picks it up. Throws a, a pus line into second base, throws the dude out. So you like to see that because we got to find a place for Jordan Walker to play. <laughs> he's got to. He's got to go somewhere. He's not going to take over Arnato or Goldschmidt spots at first and third. So outfield DH is where he's going to be, right field. That's where they got him right now. But um, as far as his uh, season so far, he's up to 309, 16 home runs, 55 RBIs at AA Springfield. Talk that, you know, when some people get called up in September, when they expand the major league rosters, maybe, maybe he goes up to AAA Memphis this year. Could happen. Uh, number two prospect is now shortstop Mason Wynn. It used to be Libertor, who is uh, not number two anymore. He's still on the list, though. I, we'll get to him. But Mason Wynn has moved up. He's number two. Double uh, A Springfield, number 54 overall in the uh, top 100 of MLB.com's top prospects. Only had four hits this week. Three runs scored in RBI. Did steal three bases. He's now hitting 259 on the year at double A. He was hitting much better than that. 
uh, down at eight ball. Uh, but he does have 10 home runs at double A, 37 RBIs, 21 stolen bases. So he's doing well. It's just a slow week. Uh, number three prospect, now right-handed pitcher Gordon Graceffo, also with double A Springfield. And he's number 83 overall in the top 100. He got shelled this week in his only outing, allowed five runs on five hits, including two home runs in just two and two-thirds innings. He walked three, struck out two. Not great. Uh, five and four on the season right now, 4.58 ERA. But uh, people like his stuff, so we're not too worried about him. Number four prospect is now Matthew Libertor, who was number two and has uh, scooched back a little bit. He's down number 85 overall in the top 100. He's at AAA Memphis, and Libby had himself another forgetful outing. Three runs, four hits, three walks, two and two-thirds innings, only one strikeout. Now five and six, 5.25 ERA at AAA. But as I mentioned earlier, uh, he has been added to the taxi squad for the doubleheader, so you could see him uh, in the series. Number five prospect, scooting into the top five, outfielder Alec Burleson or Burleson, as they're saying it. I, I thought it was Burleson. Burleson is how they're saying it. Number 93 overall at AAA Memphis. Slow week for Alec, only two for 15, one RBI. But on the season, you can't argue with these numbers. 323, 20 home runs, 77 RBIs. Having a good year. Could possibly be called up in September. We'll see. Uh, Juan Yepes, somebody who deserves to be on the Major League roster, but still working his way back from that forearm injury. He hit two home runs on Saturday as he is uh, down at Memphis. And somebody I wanted to um, point out because I, I didn't know much about this guy and I was going through the stats for the minor leagues and I'm like, hold on a sec. Who the hell is this? Who is Moises Gomez? I would like to introduce you to Moises Gomez right now. 23 years old. He's the number 30 prospect for the Cardinals. Okay. Here are his stats right now. Let me, let me just point this out first. Cardinal system belted his 33rd home run of the season during Memphis's win on Saturday. 33rd. It was his 10th home run while at AAA, fourth in the month of August. He leads all of minor league baseball in home runs with 33. He was called up at the beginning of July, was at Springfield for 60 games this year to start the year, was hitting 321 with 23 home runs and 54 RBIs. So raking. Gets called up to Memphis. In 38 games with Memphis this year, he's hitting 281, 10 home runs, 25 RBIs. Again, 23 years old, listed at 5'11", 200 pounds. Here's his backstory. Originally signed by the Tampa Bay Rays out of Venezuela in 2015. Hit 19 home runs at A-ball in 2018. But then he started to struggle with the strikeouts, which he still does. Got released by Tampa Bay last October. Cardinals said, eh, why not? Signed him as a free agent in November. And he has taken it to another level this season. Still, strikes out a lot. He's got 143 strikeouts in 98 games. Yikes. That is a lot of strikeouts. But the power is clearly real. And he earned a call up from AA to AAA. Uh, he's a corner outfield guy, uh, has okay speed from what I read. But the power, something that really catches your eye. I mean, 33 home runs so far this season. That'll play. So we'll see uh, what happens if he gets more playing time at AAA Memphis. Because that's the thing is he's just not playing every day now. But still, 38 games, 10 home runs, 25 RBIs. You're going to find a, a place for somebody like that in the lineup eventually. So that's what's going on. 
down on the farm. So once again, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Now make your second listen to Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. You can follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. All right, one quick thing before we uh, get out of here for the day. On YouTube, you guys are going to see, uh, I'm holding up a picture. For those of you listening to the podcast, uh, you can't see it, but it is a picture of my father. And this was him when he was playing at Indiana. He was an Indiana Hoosier in college, played basketball and baseball for Indiana. And today would have been his 83rd birthday. Uh, unfortunately, my dad passed away back in uh, 2010, um, died of cancer. He was a smoker. And he did it a lot for a long time and um, ended up getting the best of them. So he passed away back in 2010. So hard to believe it's been 13 years. But I just wanted to give him a shout out because he was awesome. And he was the reason why I got into baseball in the first place as a, as a kid. Me, my brothers, we all love the sport. My family loves the sport. My mom's a huge fan. And so I just wanted to kind of show him off. And there he is. He was a lefty. Big Warren Spahn fan. So anyway, want to say happy birthday to my dad. I know you're watching from above and uh, keeping an eye on all of this and probably thoroughly enjoying the way the Cardinals have been playing baseball in August. So no win in game one today against the Cubbies, but they got game two going on tonight and they're back at it again tomorrow at Wrigley. So uh, we'll talk more about this. As always, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals. You can also follow me at JD Sports Radio on Twitter. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason, and we'll see you tomorrow for our next brand new episode of Locked on Cardinals.